ready. We are live, episode 66. My name is Pisky. I am one of the co-hosts on the Always Betting Podcast, and I am joined, as always, by the one and only Godfather. You got that right. <laughs> What's going on, Godfather? Well, you know. We had a big night much, last night. Spending too much time with fucking you, that's for sure, but... <laughs> You do know some good people, and last night was one of those examples. Yes, sir. <laughs> uh, we'll get to uh, the shout-outs portion of this episode at the end, uh, but for uh, just to not keep everyone in suspense, we went to the Blue Jays game last night, and we were spoiled rotten by a very good friend of ours, and yep. uh, we are very thankful for the invite, and uh, what did you think of that stadium? All the upgrades. You know what? I liked it. Yeah. Except except for what I read about the opposing, the visitors' bullpen being too close to the fans, and that was the first thing I, I, I wanted to sort of judge for myself. And yeah, that's there's going to be an incident. You heard it here first. There, there was already an incident. There was a fan <laughs> that went down the stairs, uh, not the game we went to, the game before, okay. uh, that was See? basically in the face of the closer. There you go. Two games in. How the fuck does that Yeah, happen? they got they got to do something about that. That was way too close because way, way too listen, close. But these athletes are humans too, right? So yeah. what happens if someone gets in the Godfather's face? Well, we all know the answer. In line for an espresso. <laughs> what happens? Yeah, that's not going to fucking end well for somebody. I'll tell you that. Um, but yes, but yeah, good times. Um, the changes were great. The change, yeah, I, we, I we didn't so. we didn't get a chance to explore because, oh. like I said, we were spoiled mightily uh, at last night's game. <laughs> Precisely. But, You're not hey, fucking leaving that suite with no, all that stuff. <laughs> no. No, you cannot leave. Uh, but I'm excited to go back with all my friends here in Toronto. We always like going to Blue Jay games, and not even really for the games. Like, it's nice to be at the games and stuff like that, but just social aspect of it, right? Just to hang yeah. out. We usually would hang out in the bud zone back uh, in the outfield. Just because it's a lot easier to do that than it is to sit in a line of 12 people. Not that I have that many friends. What am I saying? But yeah. you sit, you know you, what I mean? You, you don't. Seat in a, <laughs> not anymore. Are you kidding me? Um, <laughs> if you seat, what I'm trying to say here is if you sit in seat one, you ain't talking to the person in seat 12. But when you no go chance. to the out, outfield portions of the Rogers Center, Sky Dome, whatever you want to call it, um, it's obviously a lot easier to mingle and the atmosphere is a lot better. And now they have like four different sections that you can do that in. So yeah. looking forward to, uh, to experiencing that all summer long here in T.O. T.O. Uh, what's, what's new in the life of the Godfather? Everyone fucking messages us saying, where's the Godfather? Why don't, why don't we have more Godfather content? And every time I do post something, dude, the inbox fills up. I send a few of them to you, but I, I can't keep up with this shit. It's ridiculous. Well, you know, what can I say? People, people love an honest guy. <laughs> that's my, that's my cue. Are you stealing no, my it, shit now? Why, what do you mean? You're a fucking pisky positivo or some fucking <laughs> stupid thing. You hate like that, in, by the way. I do. 
I do because <laughs> yes, because I'm the antithesis of that. I am fucking Benny Negativo. So, <laughs> one of these days, you may you may uh, open up social media and uh, see uh, Benny Negativo follow or something. <laughs> So just heads up. Do it up. Do it up. I, I've said this from the very beginning when I saw that you had a Twitter account. You're not very active on there. You've got to get no, better at it. I, well, I We're doing a content push, and you're on board. Me and you, baby. Oh, my God. The Bulldogs, Bulldogs down in Costa Rica in the lab. He is crunching numbers. He is yeah. building databases. Like, the shit that this guy reports to me is uh, he's, crazy. He's doing if anyone's the, wondering, if anyone's wondering yes. what the full dog is up to, um, he's in the he's lab. Putting 10 to 14 hour days together, busting his ass, putting data together. Uh, this guy lives for that shit. And, yeah, that's uh, him. That's yeah, him for exactly. Sure. Exactly. So, um, yeah. And it's now my job to uh, continue building this thing of ours and get us out there. I joined WeWork. Did you see that, Godfather? Yeah, yeah fucking, I did. You want to explain in fucking normal? <laughs> like, what is this? You're gonna fucking tell me you you pay you pay money you pay cash to go to some fucking Finok bar and fucking work there? Listen, you better I don't understand. Things enough for me. Remember, 1980 St. Clair. This they didn't have WeWork in say on St. Clair in the 1980s. Yeah, well, they had WeWork. WeWork construction. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, people we are gonna work. like that one. That's that's pretty accurate and funny. Yeah. Um. But no, listen. Understand. What listen. is it? Explain it to me. Explain it. Okay, I'm I'm trying to explain. Stop yelling. Okay. okay. Two years, two plus years, we've had this work from home shit. You remember working for the OLG, right? Yes. Yes. And okay. They yeah, stopped sports to... and put us in customer service. You remember those days? <laughs> you had to fucking bring it up, didn't? Okay. You? Okay. Move um, on. Yes, right, I yes. remember okay, those days. Okay. Do you remember how fun the office was at Proline? <laughs> It was just me and you. So yeah. it's not this big glamorous thing. Honestly, everyone listening, they had us quarantined because we had TVs in our room. They had us separated from all the other people in this office. I think hey, it was mainly an IT office, right? I, I negotiated that space. Okay? Come on. You, guys, yeah. you told me before I got there, I was out. You guys were out in the main area and yeah. no work was getting done. Well, people were complaining about the noise level, and 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 it it was it was a distraction because I never had so many friends as the people that wanted to see what was happening in a soccer game, what was happening in a baseball game. I'm just trying to do my job. Just trying to be a man of the people. I'm trying to be a man of the people. So then they said we've got this underutilized hallway that, aka is, the dungeon. The dungeon, which is adjacent to 160 diesel batteries to, as a backup <laughs> system. How I don't have a fucking third tail or something, I don't know right now. True story. True story. True story. And they, the battery put, they, they put me there, which for all intents and purposes, it worked well until that fateful March day in 2020. Yeah, when and I came into the office with a mask on and you ridiculed me. Yes, I was quite I was quite upset at that. There was no need for that, but lo and behold, you were just foreshadowing the future. Yeah. Who knew? Okay, so let's get back on track here. Yeah. We had a lot of good times in that office, right? We we yeah, uh, okay. I'm not gonna say no. Highs and lows. A <laughs> lot were... of lows on some of them fantasy football Sundays, yes. <laughs> um 
the Godfather kept a rock at his desk. Okay, we don't need to against... go through that. We don't need to go through that fucking story. He would again. throw it against the file cabinet every time one of his players dropped a touchdown in the end zone. True story. <sighs> Jesus Christ, we're totally off track here. This this episode has gotten derailed six minutes in. I, I apologize <laughs> again. Your your fault. You want to talk about me all the time. Um, okay, so we had good times there. We used to go up for yeah. great lunches. Yada yada yada. Work from home was great out of the gate. Like, oh, my God, all this freedom. You know, you start your shift at 10 a.m., you roll out of bed at 9.57, splash some cold water on your face, hit the espresso machine, you're good to go. Good to go. Well, I'm sick of those days. So. How? Uh, I, I don't like it anymore. I can't focus. And I know you use espresso to focus, but I'm not built the same way as you are. Sorry. No, you're not. Huh. Correct. So. Um, I, I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it, dude. Okay. And I got this monumental task in front of me of building this Banfield content machine. My goal is to put us out there, like we're already out there, but to continue building us, getting our name out there, and basically be an encyclopedia of sports betting, where you can go to our website or you can jump onto our TikTok or our YouTube or whatever, and you know what you're getting is real, genuine sports betting content. And other okay. shit too, right? We, we don't yeah. just talk about sports betting. It's what we're most knowledgeable about. So that's the meat and potatoes. But there's a lot of other shit as well. And okay. I, I, I really want to focus on this. And I want to be around people doing similar things. Obviously, I'm doing my own thing. I'm trying to make it on my own. And um, yeah, I, I feel like being in an environment to support that is going to help me immensely. So I signed up to this WeWork place. Now I feel like I actually have a job and a purpose. So I go there and they have these, uh, well, if, you, if you've been following us on any social media platform, you, you saw a little video that I put out the other day. They have, um, it's a communal workspace. So if you want a meeting room, they have a meeting room. If you want to chill on the couch, they have a couch. They have an espresso machine when the Godfather comes to visit. They have these... Do you have to interact with people? Because I'm not fucking doing that. I know you don't like to do that, but I, I like doing that. That's what I do. Why? Why <laughs> do you like interact? Why? Because it's, it's not necessary. Fun. It's fun. It's... We get to talk about it and meet it's weird overrated. people. It's the overrated. The weirder, the better. Let's go. <laughs> the weirder... And you want to fucking bring me there. <laughs> buddy. Anyway. Okay. You know what? Well, there are people that have reached out and said, please, Pisky, please. When you get the Godfather to come to WeWork with you to check things out, please document the entire thing. Film it, put it live, whatever you got to do. We need to see the Godfather at WeWork in this nice communal environment where everyone's drinking kombucha on tap. That's... <laughs> Listen, I will I will go along with it only because I want to make sure that you didn't join a cult or some fucking <laughs> shit like that. But uh, you, you, you better put a disclaimer... Before you put up that video, because there are going to be a lot of people that well, I, they may ask to see the Godfather at WeWork. I'll bring you along, but you got to promise to behave yourself. I don't know if oh, I can take you to this man. place, right? When people start well, putting uh, honey in their espresso, because some people like it like who that. Who did how, that? How are you going to deal with that? Oh, my God. No, I <laughs> Anyways, that. Anyways, this, this is what I'm doing. This is I what I think is required for me to succeed in this Thing that I've never done before, and I'm determined 
to get out there and do it. And I got a laundry list of tasks and goals I want to accomplish. And I'm going to publish those. I'm going to put them on our Instagram feed or something like that uh, just to keep me accountable. Right. So, you know, when I start to flutter a little bit, I can go back to that and say, no, I got to do this. And everyone's watching the pressure's on. That's how I so, feel. So I you're going best. to this place just to feel like you're just to accomplish shit, man. You can't accomplish shit at home. No, no. First of all, my living situation is upside down right now. Right. Who sells everything that they own and moves to Vegas for six months? Fucking. A, you know anyone like a, that? A chooch. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, yeah, the the, the living situation is completely upside down. But honestly, I I need to feel like I'm actually like I actually have a job in nine to five. I've never had a nine to five before. Did you know that you ever have a nine to five before? No, I could tell you've never had a fucking nine to five, (laughs) even when you fucking had a job with me. We had a great schedule. When we worked Um, at Proline, we worked four days on, four days off. Rolling schedule, 12 hour shifts. Yeah, it was great. You complained about it. Who complained? You. I'm a fucking family man. Three fucking children. Oh, here we a go. fucking family empire man. to run. Yeah. What do you fucking expect? Come it's on. not that easy, bro. The first seven minutes every time we hang out is pisk. You won't believe what's going on at the compound. Oh, my God. <laughs> here we go. You know, and you go on and on and on. So don't tell me. <laughs> okay, whatever. Okay, move on. You're going to get on. off track okay. again. So there's WeWork. Um, next thing, I just came back from Jamaica. You see me down in Jamaica, Godfather? Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Well, of course I okay. saw you. So I thought that was a stereotypical thing. The Yaman? No. What? They actually, I'll say it. All the locals say it. Like nonstop. Yaman. Yeah, Absolutely, what? man. Why did you think it was stereotypical? That's how. That's the lingo. That's because the you see all these fucking people go on vacation and they come yeah. back and they're young. Well, young when, you know, that, that's what happens when about? white. That's what happens when white people travel. It happens to everywhere. They go to Italy. They come back. Buongiorno. It's the same fucking thing. <laughs> you see El Presidente is in Italy right now. Oh really? Yeah. You I don't didn't. follow him on. Oh my god. No, this I guy don't follow is... him that much. No, I mean... you know, not a fan. Well, I, I, when people were ganging up on I'm him, not necessarily, I'll put that. No, up. we are not a fan of his sports book, but Go no, ahead. like I don't know, I, 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 I've lost touch with him a little bit. Let's just think. really, a la, a la PK Subban because the I remember he used to be a big PK Subban fan. Yeah, he well, kind of lost himself, and you're like, yeah, I, he, I can't consume this shit anymore. No, I can't. It was too much. <laughs> once, 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 once Blondie moved in, that was it. I was out. <laughs> and you know that for a fact. I told I you. I'm straight up. I do. I do. But yeah, he lost he's lost his way. But I don't know. El Presidente and those monologue rants that he does are He's doing that shit in Italy hilarious. too. Hilarious. Dude, you gotta tune in. Ciao. I will now if ciao, he went to ciao, ciao. See? See what I mean? Excuse me. Ciao. There you go. Yeah. What does that mean? I bet you don't even know. Why are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Back so, to Yaman. Yaman. Jamaica was uh, was fantastic. Uh, congratulations to Melissa. I grew up with, with Melissa. She's the bride. Shane is the groom. Um, great couple. Great families. Uh, it was all the families that the Piskies grew up with. It was like a giant reunion down in Jamaica. Nice. It, was, it was a great time. Um, one little... Everything goes smooth down there? <laughs> I know. <laughs> I can hear the, uh, you know, why you're asking that question in your voice. Um, no, everything did not go smoothly. 
So we always like to have a little learning portion of every episode of the Always Betting Podcast. Well, here's your learning portion, everybody. Well, part of it anyways. Uh, When you go to a tropical destination on vacation, or even if you're here in what feels like the fucking middle of July in Toronto. I wish it snows next week. You you, uh, should always be using sunscreen. Now, I know that sounds absolutely obvious, but apparently it's not obvious to everybody out there. Not obvious. So, um, a very unfortunate event. The father of the bride, who I'm very close with, the father of the bride, listen to this, Godfather, he actually taught me what a parlay was. Nine years old. (laughs) Him and my dad used to play misogyre. I I remember I used to go over to his house every Saturday night with my dad and they would put their misogyre. So misogyre is the Quebec equivalent of ProLine. And they yep. would put their tickets on the TV for good luck. And nice. they, would let, they would let me play $1 parlays. So they taught me how it was and how it would work and everything like that. So, yeah, Father of the Bride is the one that got me involved with sports betting at the tender age of nine years old. Anyways, um, he has a darker complex, right? He's, you know, I guess... Olive skin. skin. Olive skin. Yeah, but he's he's dark. As long as I've known him, he's always been dark, and he's always been out cutting the grass with his shirt off. Very, very dark skin. Um, So, according to him, he's never used sunscreen in his life. No, my skin's good. My skin's good. He he says. Well, yeah, um, a lot of a lot of Calabres had that mis- misinformation too. Yeah, he, he basically looked like you when you would go on those vacations uh, to the Turks and Caicos <laughs> and stuff. Remember how dark you used to get? You get dark. I get dark if I yes, yeah. correct. So, yes, he he spends the first day outside at the bar, you know, just mingling, and because he had also his niece's wedding there as well. So he had his daughter's wedding and his niece's. They were like three days apart. Same resort, same everything. They did it. Get on out of here! So yeah, he was. Yeah, so they did oh. it on purpose so that everyone could like be there at once and you know not have to travel twice for two different weddings. Gotcha. So he's outside at this bar and drinking and drinking and drinking. The next day he wakes up, his legs are fire engine red, and he's walking around and he's fucking sore. And I remember talking to him. He's like, "Oh my god, I got roasted." And then, you know, we had the sunscreen conversation and he's like, oh, I've never used it before, but man, I, what the fuck? And to be fair, everyone got roasted. Like even me, I'm like Mr. SPF fucking 99 if you have it. I, I do not like the sun. Even me, I, I got all fucking red and burnt. And I had the SPF on. So the, the sun was that strong these that day. Unbelievable. And for so, our listeners, sorry to interrupt this, for our listeners... Some of the pictures I saw of this father of the bride, his legs oh, and feet. Yeah. Yeah. I were... can't post those. No, you cannot. I can't no, post you... those. No. They... Like this guy's in pain oh. current, currently still at home. Yeah, 100%. Absolutely. absolutely he is. So anyways, that, that night he, he had to emcee his, his niece's wedding. He, he emcees it and... Uh, you know, throughout the day, I'm like, how's the feet? How's the feet or whatever? And he developed this, like, fucking bubble. It looked like a oh. golf ball on, on his Achilles yeah. heel. Yeah, it was bad. And I'm like, dude, what the fuck? So then at the end of it all, he takes off his socks. And, dude, there was, like, six of these golf balls that just blah, all of a sudden ex- appeared. And we're like, what the fuck? What are we doing? Now we're trying to Google things and blah, blah, blah. 
Anyways, I go to the front desk. The front desk is like, uh, no, he's got to go to the hospital. I'm like, you're fucking kidding. We're in Jamaica on a resort. Bahia Principe. You want to leave? You want to go outside the gates to a hospital in Jamaica? Oh, my goodness. Well, we had no choice. No choice. The way he was got... Yeah. So we had to jump up. in a cab. The cabs, by the way, on in, in Jamaica drive on the wrong side of the road. So picture this, right? Obviously, being in Jamaica, you're on the fucking booze, right? It's all inclusive. You're on the booze. Obviously, being in Jamaica, you're on the fucking Rasta man's medication. Yeah. Um. So I, I'm like, I've got a great buzz going, but <laughs> I, everyone else is in bed. I'm the only one with father of the bride. So yeah, so, such go, a trooper. Such no, a trooper you are. Dude, there's no one else. I have to go to the hospital with him. So we jump into the cab. The cab drives on the wrong side of the street. I'm fucking stoned. Like, this is fucking <laughs> scaring the shit out of me. It's pitch black outside. Yeah. That's... You know, we're going on side streets. We're crossing barbed wire fences. It's fucking nuts. We finally get to this hospital that looks like we're in the middle of Vietnam. And... <laughs> We go in there, dude, there's, you know, there's poor people in there making noises that I think you only make, you know, within six hours of dying. Like, that's what kind of noises are are happening in this hospital. It was a terrible experience. And then, you know what they tell us? Well, they clean them up, thank God, right? They clean and put some antibiotics. They give them a shot of Voltaren, anti-inflammatory. And then Come back tomorrow. You know what? Yeah, there's no doctor on site. They shouldn't have sent you here. You got to come back tomorrow. You're at their mercy. What? How the fuck are you supposed to know? Hospital opens at eight. Um, you're back. Yeah, make, make sure make sure you're here for seven thirty because it's pretty busy. <laughs> so yeah, we have to go back the next day, and then the next day. Anyways, I'm not gonna fucking go on and on about the story, but yeah, I got to experience a fucking hospital in Jamaica, fifteen minutes away from the resort we were staying at, and I'll I'll tell everyone, you do not want to end up there. Trust yeah, me. Don't, don't but. Know. Pisky Positivo speaking now. <laughs> I am thankful that we were not in a place like Cuba or the Dominican Republic or even down in Costa Rica because the common denominator between those three, Espanol, oh, yeah. at least with the doctors, the nurses, the, the patients, the security guards that kept asking for fucking buyouts or you know oh you know give them 20 bucks and maybe cut in front of a couple people or something <laughs> yeah no insane everyone's on the takedown there no, uh, in case you were wondering um so at least we could communicate if we couldn't yeah. communicate oh my god this would have been a hundred times worse so yeah i gotcha there you go uh, my question about jamaica and these resorts these big all-inclusive resorts why don't they have, you've been to these resorts right godfather you, yes, you're I a big have. resort guy I, I, yes, earlier in my life, absolutely I've been. Yeah. Okay. So did all these resorts have sports bars where you could go have a beer and catch a game or something? Jamaica I did early, like the early 80s. So I'm saying any in, of them. Any of them. Back in, back in, back at that time, no. No if sports bars? No. Oh, okay. Well, the ones that I've been in, in um, I've been to Mexico and the Dominican, they always had like a little section for sports. It's just basically a bar area. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking, why aren't these big fucking, especially the predatory ones, because they seem to have all the money, why aren't, why isn't there a DraftKings in there, or a FanDuel kiosk? Think about it. you got a bunch of Canadian and American tourists with nothing better to do. Don't you think that would be super profitable? Well, obviously, it has to do with the Jamaican laws. Uh, 
Yeah, you know? yeah, okay. But I, I don't know. Jamaica, like there used to be Bet Jamaica. I think that used to be a port. I think the Greek used to live in Jamaica. Oh, is that right? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. I'd have to look. Well, that no, up. no. Your point, your point is well taken. Um, yeah. There's there's inebriated people, and they may not be into nightlife, and they might be into having a beer, watching the game, and sprinkle, sprinkle. Yeah. I, I, so yeah, I think that's you're, brilliant. Like obviously our bankrolls, well taken. yeah, our bankroll's not big enough, but I'd love to have some Bet Banfield kiosks at all these resorts. Like why not? <laughs> Bet Banfield, nice. Fuck, let's go. Let's um, go. You yeah, always I think just, big. That's that's yeah. great. Well, that's what uh, all my online uh, mentors on social media teach me. You got to you got to yeah, think big. Go. But uh, yeah, no, I just I, I really think that would be like an obvious place to have them. Because again, a bunch of tourists, cash in hand, fucking go after it. I don't know. Anyways, good hire idea. Me. No, no, hire no. me as a consultant. There uh, you go, Principe. I can get you guys going in sports betting. There you go. If even if you put a guy from from Costa Rica to sit in the lobby, we'll take care of you. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I'm sure the full dog would sign up for that in a heartbeat. Yeah. No. Um, last little lesson about Jamaica is Jesus Christ. Okay, they have all inclusive, right? Um, yeah. I've paid for premium all-inclusive in the past and you get normal shit, right? Absolute vodka and I don't know, maybe Johnny Walker fucking scotch. I don't know what, just brands that you recognize, but when you don't bump that up and you know, we were there for a destination wedding. So, you know, you have to make you the get... budget fit for everyone. Dude, you get the unknown fucking bathtub gin that yeah, is you, made. You, you get God the local what. shit. Yeah, that's. I, uh, the night of the wedding, I may have went overboard, but you know what I got myself into trouble with? It's the fucking bartenders at the wedding were like, I'm like, I don't know what I like, you know, I don't know what I want to drink. I don't like anything. You let them fucking no mix No problem, man. Let me yeah. make you some Jamaican punch, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The guy loaded you up on triple Jamaican me crazy fucking yeah. drink. Dude, I've never been so sick in my life the next day. You're such a fucking rookie, so, man. I went Jesus for seven Christ. days. I spent one day at the fucking Jamaican hospital and I spent the next day on the toilet doing things that I'm not going to mention on the podcast. <laughs> Unbelievable. The sickest I've ever been in my life. Shout out to Jamaica. Way to go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That wraps that up. Next. Yeah. Um, Next. Right before we went to Jamaica, we got to participate in our favorite activity, Godfather. And that was a banished fantasy baseball draft so thank you for joining the league this year you've been talking yeah. shit for yeah. many seasons I, telling me I have, I'm, I'm in a fake league which we all know again you league. have a problem with my public leagues that i join you don't like that i can dominate in them you didn't even <laughs> congratulate me on a 24 and 0 basketball season because you have it in you you're a vindictive person I'm the only Mr. Perfect on the planet. And, like, you know, it was hurtful. But anyway, I've moved past it. But, yeah, why did I join your pool? I'm not sure. Well, and I've instantly regretted it right from day one. <laughs> the next morning after the draft, I, I wake up and I see uh, Pisky Positivo has, 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 has tagged you in, in a post. And I look and it's a pool of your best players with randomly selected players from my team like what's the matter with you that's not true that is very true that's not true that's not true it was round for round 
I have it in front no, of me. It here. Wasn't. Yes, no, it was. Wasn't. Yes, it was. It round was for round. Round for How round. Can I have you it do... right in front of me. Okay, one of them. I'll give you the first one. We didn't. We didn't touch round one because that wasn't fair. But let's let's re- let's visit round one now that we're a week into uh, the season. Yeah. Okay. We have um, Trey Turner for the Godfather, and yeah. Kyle Tucker for the Gods of Olympus. Team Pisky. I don't know. Well, <laughs> Pisk. I was I was drafting second, and that guy was the one or one A player. I wasn't going to reach at number two, so I took Turner. So you happy with him he, so far? No, but I'm not happy with anybody. <laughs> but you know that was my pick. I had to make that pick. Okay. Okay. I mean, if if Judge was there, if fucking Gibra, shout out to Gibra, if he fucking wouldn't have taken Judge, I would have taken Judge. Okay. Okay. But so? let's let's not say that I'm taking random players here. No, I, that, that's the way it looked to me. Wow. And, and don't all, let me go dig for the. I'm going with an angle. I don't know. Oh man, you're Mister Fucking Angle from the moment you wake up in the morning. <laughs> What are you talking about? Um, another one was Matt Olson, Team Pisky, versus yeah. Jose Abreu. Abreu, if you're going to pronounce <laughs> the names of my players. Um, yeah. yeah. Matt Olson, better. Better right now. It's fucking April 13th, 14th. What a fucking day is it today? Yeah. So, well, who else? Okay. Um, Jacob DeGrom, Team Pisky. Okay, well, Shane Bieber, know. Shane Justin Bieber. Yeah, El Shane Cardino. Bieber. Yeah, I got him in the fifth round. When did you get fucking DeGrum? Fourth. See, you you stretched. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> okay, come on. We can keep playing this game. Yeah, Alicantara. Uh, Alicantara. I had picked him second. I had to because, you know what? If anybody that's done a, ba- a baseball fucking pool knows runs start and as soon as one person takes a starting pitcher <laughs> boom the next six picks are pitchers not many starting pitchers available anymore <laughs> no and there's no relievers i fucked up the relievers i'll give you that yeah I, somehow well, you you pulled that that fucking detroit guy on me in the 21st fucking round or something <laughs> okay i'll give you fucking props for that but anyways it's, anyway, uh, it's nice to have you back, Godfather. Uh, we won't, we won't like we said we wouldn't talk fantasy until the football season rolled around. Uh, but it's here a we mistake. Are. <laughs> we need, we need to stop. And the only reason why was, you know, in two, three years in a row since my last victory in our in our regular uh, uh, fucking points pool, I was not confident in a category pool. This we this year. You know, having won a couple more public leagues against fake people, as you put it, yada, 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 right? I felt more comfortable to do it. But if I had known that you'd even break my balls 10% of what you've already done, and it's only, again, listeners, April 14th, do I need to wake up to a to a Brandon Lau home run video every day on fucking TikTok? <laughs> this kid is crazy. Dude, five games in a row. What the fuck is going on? You the got team? lucky. What do you mean lucky? Yeah, you fucking never even heard of the so, guy. <laughs> so do you have... Okay, so we are in a categories pool, everybody. Um, they do not count batter strikeouts because if there's one thing that annoys the Godfather more than Pisky himself, <laughs> it's batter yes. strikeouts in baseball. Yes, yes. golden sombreros <laughs> are not my friend. 
Um, did you use a particular strategy for this pool? Like, did you look into it at all? Um, some people listen to this and they have fantasy involvement and they'd like to know if we have particular strategies when drafting. Well, leagues. you know, uh, again, yeah, you, you try to, you have a general plan and, you know, when you know you have the second pick and, and in this pool, fuck, we knew the night before, I think. Yes. Uh, I helped. So that's, with, yeah. that's new. That's new. That's how that's how they do it. I, I was saying, well, because I was helping the guy set up the league, and yeah. he asked me, he's like, did you randomize the draft? I'm like, no, doesn't Yahoo do that 30 minutes before? And he's like, no, no, we usually do it uh, the night before, so everyone has a little bit of chance to prep. I'm like, oh, there fuck, you. that's new. There you go. I mean, I, I saw it same day, but... We can't do that in football. Well, first of no. all, because we do auction, but we can't do it yeah. because you don't trust people. No, I trust no one. Exactly. Especially, if I did that, if you. I did that you? in a, in a oh my draft, God. I, you and you f- got like eighth pick or something like that, you would lose your fucking shit. You have manipulated many fantasy pools what? that you've run. <laughs> oh, yeah. And it, hockey, you were the absolute worst. Get out of here. I yeah. was the worst. The full dog figured out this strategy that you maximize your games played. And this guy, what? He won, what, four to five years that we did fantasy hockey? <laughs> Well, we were stubborn. We didn't want to believe that that was the right way. Now, yeah. Even fucking Justin Williams. I should buy him yeah. a Justin Williams fucking yes. jersey because that was his go-to guy that, yeah, he actually won it four to five years, I think. It was ridiculous. Yeah. And- but you know what? When you speak about um, fantasy strategies, uh, you know, when you're doing a, a head-to-head points pool, mm-hmm. well, you just want bangers and mashers, as many as possible, but in a category, you know, you don't. Yeah, you might you might win the the home run category for the week. But if you don't have anybody that steals a base, you're going to lose that one. Mm-hmm. If you if if you don't have a a couple of closers, you're going to lose that one. And then the best you can win uh, any given week is maybe a six four, a five four one. Like you know, you're going to be in trouble. It's tight. So it's well, tight. That's that's why I really like having you in this pool because you're used to gas pedal. Let's go yes. fucking pedal to the metal. I got Pete Alonzo, and yeah. I'm just going to smash your brains out. Yeah, yeah I well, love that. in these kind of category pools, there's a little more finesse, agility yeah. that, you, that is required. <laughs> and you I, don't I'm, like that. You're a guy I'm that likes not, to run. You're a running back. You like to I'm, plow through people. And correct. I like to dink and dunk. Right? Yeah, you're, you're a, a 100%. <laughs> you're a dink and dunker, 100%. You know, 100%. And another thing you did not fill me in on, I thought, when we were when we have matchups and first thing I do in any pool that I'm in that you're in, I I, I immediately go through the schedule. When do I play this motherfucker? <laughs> Boom, week six. And so okay, but I thought I won my week, not as brilliantly as you did, but I thought I'd have a one and zero record. No. Oh, yeah, no, I'm five four and one in Piscolito with eight the eight two. and two victory. I'm a two yeah, and a half your game. Score, yeah, your score counts towards the win loss column. I, I so un- luckily, but this is lucky for you because I can, I have no chance of going undefeated. Oh my god! Here right. So uh, just to revisit this for a, for a tad. I know we don't like to backtrack in these episodes, but just a tad. It was the summer of 2017. We had an ESPN. Fantasy baseball pool that was Godfather style, pedal to the metal, and Pisky Positivo went twenty three and zero, a perfect twenty three and zero under the watch 
of Sheriff Godfather. He was in the league. He let it happen. Now, Godfather, <laughs> ever since, since 2017, he's always tried to get back at me. So he joins these fucking free <laughs> Yahoo basketball hey, pools. Hey, I drafted just I like know. everybody else. There could be 14-year-olds in this fucking pool okay. that don't even know how to turn on their computer half that. Who knows? Well, hey, he's playing they against, were there. They were there against. for the online draft. So that point that you just made is incorrect. Okay? <laughs> these, I'm legitimately... Mock drafters. Okay, mock drafters I'm, that they clicked I'm, on the wrong button. Godfather beats the shit out of them for the entire basketball season. He 24 goes perfect, and, and now he wants the same fucking no you see the same this hat way, on the back as i get as no, no, pisky perfecto uh, no no i i don't want the same but i i, I a, a graceful hey way to go <laughs> welcome no, welcome to no. the perfect club no, no you're not man enough to do no. that you know what all of your fans agree because yes. i put out a little poll on our instagram yeah, there you stories, go you and your fucking right polls. i like the polls okay it, it causes engagement Yes, so I put course. out a poll. And, yeah. and what did the poll say? You're right. All, all your fucking fans, Godfather number one, clicked on Godfather number one. Right? Of course. Oh, they love the Godfather. It doesn't matter what he does. He's the best. All the, which is pretty cool, all the people that actually like believe strongly in common sense and are like into the math version of sports betting. Yeah, um, okay. They were like, what the fuck? No. <laughs> Yeah, right. Because yeah. they they believe you about me playing robot. First of all, do you know how hard it is to defeat AI? <laughs> Artificial intelligence is tough, buddy. I would. I'm here on your podcast telling you that beating AI is even more difficult than humans. Because humans have okay have, have do, fucking weaknesses. Do you, do you, do you want to know how I'm going to follow up with that? You're going to fucking hate this. How are you gonna speaking follow? of AI? Do you know what my draft strategy is in these things? Because you know how much sports I watch these days. Zero. Exactly. You know what my strategy is? Yeah, you pick some fucking USA Today journalist and you took his team? Probably. <laughs> no, that's what I did in the March Madness. And I, yes, let, let's focus on that for two seconds. Uh, I proved them. I proved it right. There's no such thing as a March Madness bracket yeah. expert. So every yeah. time you see these fucking clowns on CBS touting yeah. that they are experts bracket don't experts spend, full of shit don't spend, don't spend it cost money me 150 dollars fucking proving it wrong yes um, and playing against I'll, a bunch of nobodies and i'll back you none up of them cashed none of them cashed. I'll back, not even close I'll, not even close i'll back you up this year was my worst bracket ever mm-hmm. ever and i still beat five out of the ten so-called experts there that you, you put out there. No, so there you go. Exist. You don't need so to know anything else. Yeah, guys, don't don't fall for that shit. I yeah, highlighted don't. it. I, I probably shouldn't have done enough. Um, I probably should have done more content around it. Uh, but I also don't want to be that guy throwing people under the bus like that. No, Who no, no. You, but you proved but your... There's just, a point there. Don't fall yeah. for that shit. Don't fall. Anyways, back to my drafting strategy. Rankings. Yahoo rankings. Best player available. That's all you did? That's all I did. And I've done that. No word of a lie for the last five years in every pool that I've been in. And you fucking complain about me going up against <laughs> fucking 14-year-olds that have way too much time because on their hands. You know, you and, know what it does? Everyone, and robots? Robots are a, hard, Pisk. Everyone get a pen and pad. You know what it is? Because you have smart guys, maybe like the Godfather, maybe not, that try and think that they're smarter than all these people that have drafted 5 billion times on Yahoo. So those rankings are so fucking solid. It's it's the equivalent of saying, I'm going to make my own odds versus Pinnacles. I'm smarter than Pinnacle. 
That's yeah, that's okay. what you're I, saying. When they're I going will... off the board and picking sleepers that are still in yes. AAA and shit like that, fine, go and do that. I'm going to take a guy that is just sitting there that hit 25 homers, and he's probably going to do it again. First of all, now, that you've, now that you've revealed your draft fucking strategy, embarrassingly, um, <laughs> first of all, I knew you, wouldn't you, like end it. Up, you end up with the same players. Every year, even in pools that I'm not, I know who you're going to be on your team. How all I was waiting for with your last pick, how did you not pick Charlie Blackman? How this is the first year in 13 years that he's not on your team. He's old now and he drove me crazy last year. The inconsistency. I don't care if he plays in Colorado. Um, No, I couldn't do it this year anymore. Too much. He's gone. I was waiting. I was, sitting, I was sitting in front of the computer, with, and, and even though I was finished before you, I waited, and I said to my brother, I said, John, Charlie Blackman. No, I went DJ Lemehu because he is a Swiss Army knife. You can put him anywhere yeah. in the infield, first base, go. second base, third base. But, go. yes, I strictly go by rankings. Um, some guys are like, what the fuck? I, I thought this guy was way better. I have to have a little bit of a crush on the player. So if, if there's like Yo. four players to choose from, I look through, there has to be something there. I'm like, oh, I like this guy. But I'm not going off the board. You, I am playing strictly straight. I don't know. People say when you play poker like that, it's kind of boring. Just you stick to the rules. Whatever. It works. I've been, well, I won the league two years ago. I was in the finals last year. And these remember, are real people that I'm playing against. Yeah, there you go. You can, Again, all you had to say was, way to, way to go. Way to, way to go, Godfather. Way to go. You're perfect too. Never That's get that great. Out of me. I'm the original. No, I know that. I know. You were you were getting fucking upset. I said, okay, take it easy. I'm you know, me and if, my if I want people if I want to be around people that are upset, I'll go upstairs and visit my family. <laughs> okay, what the fuck's the matter with you? Uh your family's great. I don't know. I don't I don't see what you see when it, when you start talking about the family. Okay. What's up, girls? Hey Nad. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, moving okay. along. We've moving been, we, along. Okay, yep. every week, I guess, you know, we're back on the fantasy train. We'll re- revisit. We'll see what's working for us in fantasy and what's not. And I'm sure yeah. you guys will enjoy it. Just make sure that our listeners don't hear crickets when you hit the wall in May, huh? <laughs> Just make sure, because then that's when the Godfather is going to have a new segment on this show. <laughs> yes, okay, I promise. Even if it's going real shit for me, I will uh, stick it out. Uh, but I know it won't. I know it won't. I, I'm really good at tools and, and fantasy. And, uh, yeah. yeah, 100%. Yes. <laughs> okay, next up, okay. the Godfather. Probably Let's a go. hot in this one, isn't it? Jesus. Well, you fucking right. bring shit up that's bullshit. I mean, what do you expect? You know how to bait me. That's been your fucking thing from day one. <laughs> okay, next, we're going to talk about arguably, not even arguably, I'm going to call it as it is, the best piece of content that has been put on the internet within the last five years. The best sports betting yes. content that's been put on the internet in the last five years. Big shout out to a new friend of ours, Peter Murphy, who yeah. is, oh my God, here we go. I, I told you, you didn't give me enough time for my notes. What is her exact position? Do you have it written down? No, you said you had everything fucking uh, under control. Fuck. And you know you're going to have this brain cramp every fuck. fucking podcast. My only hey, notes hey. are on this is discuss video. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> Peter Murphy, um, if you haven't seen the video, I just retweeted it on our Banfield Group Twitter account. Um, 
I tagged Spanky in it, and I said, Spanky, listen, I think we need PETA to be a guest speaker at the upcoming Bet Bash in August in Las Vegas. Solid uh, because idea. she absolutely fucking grilled the CEO of Sportsbet. And this is Australia-based, right? We didn't get the pleasure yeah. of this being a DraftKings CEO or something. I cannot wait for that if there's a next episode. Yeah. I cannot yeah, wait. Yeah. But she absolutely grilled him on the fact that sportsbooks kick out winning players. And if you've been following this podcast from day one, we've been screaming to a blue in the face about how the injustices of the sports betting industry and the fact that we've been mistreated for as long as we've been doing this. And it's been a long time since 2011. She grilled them. How good was it to see it? Godfather. It was, it was phenomenal because this guy was as comfortable as you can be possibly be on camera without getting up and just leaving the room i loved it yeah he was squirming he was looking he was trying to he was trying to play this woman with some you know pizzazz. yeah a little bit some pizzazz, pizzazz. Yeah. you and know like, finesse he was trying, trying to get trying cute. A strong armor and she fucking yeah. dominated and, him and just for our listeners i looked her up she's an mp from Australia. She's an okay. MP, member of parliament. So she's she she has what it takes to smell out a rat and that's exactly who she was interviewed. It was glorious. He's, it is it was fantastic. Five, it is 5 minutes long and the entire video is her asking him directly. Directly Do and sports books kick out players winners that win long term. Yes. And he wouldn't and answer the question. For five minutes, it goes on. Five minutes, yes. It's quite the song. And Listeners, go check it out. Five minutes, like Bisky yeah. said. I mean, if you waste time on this podcast, you can... Five <laughs> minutes over there. Five <laughs> minutes on that on, on, on that thing, that on, on that post that Bisky posted. And you'll see, right before, you will see corporate lying right yeah. in front of you. Yeah. Yeah. Did, did it remind you of the OLG at all? The way he speaks, the way he tries to dodge the question, the way he tries I, to use big words and change the subject and say something to the tune of, we're just trying to keep the markets competitive for our recreational players. Fuck off. It, Fuck it, off. It's Antonino, not, I, Antonino <laughs> we're going to get to Antonino uh, later in the episode here because I did a podcast with those guys. Antonino De Rosa is a very sharp uh, former employee of Pinnacle, and I believe he advises for bet chris now and yes. antonino said if you have your sharp players in there it makes the line stronger it makes it puts the line closer to a 50 50 right because that's what sharps do they jump on something that is p- perhaps 56 44 or yeah. 57 43 you know what i mean and they'll jump on the 57 side so when sharps bet into your number as a sports book your number becomes sharper it becomes a 50 50 proposition so what this fucking dickhead at sports bet is saying that, oh, we're just protecting our market for the recreational players. What the fuck are you talking about? The sharps make the lines sharper. So then in in reality, you're going to have a more efficient line, which closer to should, 50-50, you're not going to lose goal. as much in the long run. Should be the goal. Correct. You're not going to lose as much. There you go. I did a but, terrible job of explaining that, but I'm you guys understand, know. right? Yes, 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 yes. A little you stumbly. Um, okay. Well, that's really all I have to say about that. And again, go check it out. Friend of ours, go check it out on our Twitter feed. Next up, Godfather, there's a tweet from David Payne Purdom. Now, David Payne Purdom, for those unaware, is the sports betting columnist for ESPN. Uh, 
Writes yep. a lot of different shit. Some of it we agree with, other shit we do not agree with. Uh, I know the full dog has had it out with him a few times on Twitter. Just, <laughs> yeah, because he was pumping the tire of like predatory books and shit like that. And the full dog's like, no, this is predatory behavior. Like, you shouldn't be promoting this. You should be better than that. Anyways, he put okay. out a tweet uh, April 13th. So that was yesterday. Thank you for sharing with me, Godfather. EPL becomes first league to voluntarily prohibit gambling sponsorships on jerseys. Not... Okay. So there's that. EPL becomes first league not to voluntarily prohibit gambling sponsorships on jerseys. But then the next sentence is not permitted in Serie A since 2019 and La Liga since 21-22. Yeah. Well, then how are they the first? Ah, a little, a little stumbling block you came across. That makes no sense. How? how you but wait a second. They're not the first. But, but, but what does voluntarily prohibit gambling sponsorships? So that means... I there guess, must be a distinction. So it, maybe the league or maybe the teams themselves are allowed Co- to get, can Co- run with it whatever way Correct. they Correct. So, so okay. Seria A basically said... Whoever's got a sports betting sponsorship deal with, for instance, God rest his soul, my dad's favorite team, AC Milan, Mm -hmm. their sponsor was Betwin for the longest time. B-Win. B-Win, sorry. Yeah. So they gave them a certain amount of time to say, okay, here's the drop dead date, get rid of it. Okay, so the EPL is not saying you cannot have it. They're leaving it up no. to the clubs to decide. Yeah, so the clubs basically have come. Yes, I, and I believe that's why. That's that's the wording there, voluntarily prohibit, where it's completely the, prohibited in Syria or La Liga. Does that make sense? Yes, that okay. makes sense to me. Correct. Well, I wasn't the only one because when I clicked on the comments of that tweet, <laughs> there was some guy that went, this makes no fucking sense. Yeah, well, fucking the, you – you you should you of all people by now should know you click on comments at your own risk in any <laughs> any form on social media. Yeah, absolutely. So okay. Well, do you agree with that, Godfather? Do you think Yes, I do. I I, okay. I think because you know, having spent the past year in a so called, you know, we people waiting for 20, 25 years for a regulated sports book market. And, and and having spent a year in this regulated market, these people are just having their cake and eat it too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think and it, and, and I can't stand it. So yeah, you know, I don't want to see Austin Matthews plugging bet ninety nine. Okay, that that was the next point. But um, can we make an argument that it's actually gotten a little bit worse since April fourth, twenty twenty two? Yes, absolutely. It's gotten I think worse. so, right? Without without question. And think about how long we've been in, you and I have been in the sports betting industry, right? And we were always fantasizing about yes. regulation, about my, legalization. My point, my always. point, exactly, always. And now that it's here, it's like, oh my God, this, yeah, is, this what, is bad. What is this shit? This, this is, okay, Precisely. first of all, you can't, you can't survive at any of these books. They kick you out if you win. No, you... Well, and and per- second, they, they shove it down your throat. Like, forget forget that aspect that we yell about every single fucking episode that we can't get down or we have trouble getting down when we need to. Yeah, yeah we get Take it. that out of the equation. As someone that worked in sports betting your entire adult life, my entire adult life, I, I actually fear for society the way these companies yeah. are promoting themselves and how easy it is 
to get in on the action. Yeah. Well, I'm going to agree with that statement. And again, we'll, we'll go back to, um, we'll go back to that, um, that uh, fifth estate documentary that we plugged and talked about um, on a previous uh, podcast. I mean, some of the numbers, yeah, um, the numbers of suicides and the, and it's just horrifying. So there is without question, there is without question a social cost to this. There is. If you, if you let it be carte blanche the way it's been mm-hmm. for the longest time. Carte blanche, well, for, not, for, even, not even fair carte blanche. If you, no, if and, and, fair, and escalating yeah. as we go, uh, escalating. It's like, it's not only are they shoving it down your throat and promotions and fucking bonuses and all this shit, but when you get in, you can't win. Like, it, it's a one-way street to fucking hell, to death. It's, it's insane. I it's mean, insane. So, yeah, I, I, I'm in agreement. I do not need sports betting ads anywhere. I, I think they've overdone it. I think it's overkill. And, yeah. and you know, kudos guess, to you. You called this very, very early on in the game. You, you, you said you didn't like this advertising, um, and you saw it downtown Toronto when you were still, you know, situated down there. I mean, you mm-hmm. couldn't leave. No, you couldn't. Couldn't go leave. I uh, couldn't leave the condo. Yep. And travel ten meters without seeing. Yeah. An entire streetcar. And the, the full dog has gotten wind of what's going up, what's going on here. And not, not just in Ontario, it's happening in all the legalized states in the U S yeah. as well. And he's like, Jesus Christ, you know, they used to paint us or give us a black eye or paint us with a, there's a fucking saying there. I'm, I'm drawing a blank, but they used to paint <laughs> us as criminals in the offshore yeah. industry when we used to send out mailers Yeah. and now well, they're, they're getting away with this shit. Yeah. That's crazy. It is crazy. crazy. And, I, and dude, I've seen blurbs online calling this the next opioid crisis, and I cannot help but agree. And that's talking as bookmaking Pisky and someone who's been in the industry a long time and knows that this is going to be fucking problematic if it isn't already. No, it is already. Yes, it is already. Yeah. And your next point on our, on our playlist here mm-hmm. is proof of it. Mm-hmm. Because yes. the AGCO just came out. Mm-hmm. And said they are going to put. They've already put it out. They're finishing up the language on the documentation that they are going to ban pro athletes and slash celebrities from endorsing individual books. Yeah, for them to get involved after one year, it's already a problem. It's hard. Right? Right? It's, it's it's yeah. The AGCO doesn't get involved. Without there being an issue, there they is, are totally a where there's smoke, there's fire entity. Yeah, and they, here they are. You you were affiliated with the AGCO just because of your affiliation with the OLG, yeah. but they were our governing body. You know how Correct. these people operate. Oh, absolutely. Uh, any chance any chance that that gets like nullified that the gambling companies actually win? No, no chance. No chance. No, 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 no chance. Because okay. when they because when they slap down their participation fees. Mm-hmm. Okay, that was they've there's language in the in in those documents that the AGCO is the overseer and they if they put forth a recommendation, you have X amount of time to implement the 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 recommendation. Otherwise, your privilege to operate in Ontario is going to be revoked. 
Wow. And that's a, that's that's exact language that okay. used to be used. Yeah. If they made if the AGCO made a recommendation proposed, to the, there was a proposal. They proposed a, proposal. a ban on gambling ads for pro athletes and celebrities. So yeah. if they proposed so, it, that means it's coming, right? It's coming. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. So, and they'll give them they'll give these guys, you know, whatever, three, four months to to, it out to, type of thing. to, to yes, to get yeah. their shit together. And then after a certain date. No more, no more Austin Matthews in a in a pumpkin orange uh, turtleneck, uh, being being kind of weird. <laughs> we don't need that. Well, can you imagine how much money these uh, endorsements were worth? You well, know? for sure. I'm how not, how yeah. how much money Wayne Gretzky make from MGM? How I'm much sure. fucking Austin Beautiful make from Bet Ninety Nine? <laughs> how much Jesse Pinkman make from Bet Three Six Five? How much oh, Kevin got... Hart making from DraftKings? There's big dollars there. For them to get involved in something yeah. that's slightly controversial, there's yeah, got to be big dollars there. And that's just it. You know, the the introduction of the regulated market, basically its goal was to let's, let's steamwash this controversial, the, the controversialness of this, of this industry and we're going to make it recreational fun. Everybody, it's so cool to have ten bucks on the Leafs on oh, Saturday night, no, right? Crazy. And so, and this, and and you know, they sneak in a couple of lines that uh, the independent sports operator can act in its best interest and can do what they feel is is good for their book. And then that's how everybody just copy copies the the next operators manifesto and boom before yeah. you know it you win four bets in a row you're done yep garbage here's a here's a dollar 79 per bet if and, and until you bleed your account dry and yeah. we're gonna slow pay you for withdrawals we're gonna do all this fucking shit it's bullshit it's bullshit um anyways we beat this fucking like, a, dead horse yeah, every uh, single yeah. episode so let's move well, on but i uh, love it the last leave, one leave no doubt Patient isn't getting up. Move on. Uh, Pascal Siakam got onto the Draymond Green podcast. You ever listen to that? No, because Draymond rubs me the wrong way. Really? A little bit. He, uh, for me, you don't like yeah, shit for, yeah. No, I don't like shit disturbers. No, no, no. I love especially, Draymond Green, especially positivo ones. <laughs> the, yeah, shit disturbers is shit disturbers. So no. Um, okay, but so Pascal I did Siakam I, I did condemns see betting. Because he yes. says the culture around it is disgusting. And I can't help but agree because I've seen some of this shit online. But basically, when he, I don't know, you know, the Raptors just went 50% from the line uh, in their playoff game against the Bulls, and he's receiving death threats. That's People right. saying, you cost me my parlay, you fucking asshole. And that's, that's not so right. wrong. First of all, you shouldn't be playing parlays. <laughs> okay. okay. If, if yes. we're gonna call it, you know, if, if we're gonna be real, if, yeah. If we're gonna comment on anything, yeah. What's with the parlays, bro? Okay. But secondly, um, but yeah, no. But then, yeah, I see it. I see it online, right? And no. I, I've seen the fucking haters on TikTok and Twitter and shit like that that will send stupid. Actually, Twitter hasn't been pretty good, but I don't make too much noise on there. The the fucking <laughs> haters on TikTok are disgusting. They're the people yeah. that are sending Pascal Siakam fucking death threats. That's that is ridiculous. And a lot of the Raptors came out and condemned it, saying like it's yeah. it's, it's too much now. And it has. It's gone yeah. too far. Don't and like don't you know? don't be that person. What the no, fuck is your what are you problem? Doing? What are you doing? You know, like what are you doing? Like it, you know what? I saw this coming again. I hate to sound 
It's not like, the player's it, fault. Get better at sports yeah. betting. It's your yeah. fault. It, uh, yeah, precisely. You're playing parlays. I hate I hate to 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 sound like the visionary that I am, but I saw this coming just with fantasy football. Oh yeah, it happens. A People lot there too. trashing, yeah. you know, and 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 it took it took some players to 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 come out and say, "I'm I'm glad you lost your league because of me." Oh yeah, you know, and then you have those other fantasy players that they don't take it out on the players that they have on the team. They take it out on Yahoo Sports representatives. Have you ever seen those kind? No. What? what who are you referring to? <laughs> Are we in the fantasy football oh. business? <laughs> Who am Listen, I talking you about? know, you know, you know, I was terrible. right about that. Listen, all right? the if you're running a league, the Godfather, you better be when things point. aren't going like heaven forbid, the Yahoo site doesn't refresh properly, and like you know, he knows that his batter has had three at bats and it's only showing two. He gets on. He's the guy that gets onto the chat, and you know, cap locks on. Are we in the fantasy sports business or not? Like, I mean, okay. people get paid money. If you're getting well, paid money to run a league, uh, hello. Listen, I mean... I'm sick of you having all the fandom here, right? Everyone DMing, saying, give us more Godfather. Where's the Godfather? We love the Godfather. I want to yeah. teach you guys what this guy's all about. Because he's not yeah. easy to be around. Ask his family. What's <laughs> up, <laughs> so, girls? Hey, nobody <laughs> nobody asked my family anything because, yeah, that'll be the end of the Godfather. But, okay, uh, speaking of yes. family, Godfather, we're moving on. Um, you sent me a post the other day from Nar City, or was it the Buzz, the Six Buzz, that you love those guys, and I can't stand them. I blocked them a long time ago. But they did repost my uh, tickets in the condo. Well, video yeah, there you go. Ago, when, so it, when, like when, it, when it was that works for me, I like. Them, yeah, yeah, of course. That's Pisky in a nutshell. <laughs> Talking about me in a nutshell. But they said that Niagara Falls, Ontario, is the worst tourist trap in the world, or, or at least top five. Do you agree or disagree? Totally, one hundred percent agree. <laughs> why? To- why? Have you ever tried to go there? Yeah, I have. I hate it. I can't stand it. it. It's like one of these places that was like cool in the 90s, 92, and then they haven't changed anything since. No, precisely. And it's, no, it's not only is it a tourist trap, it's a human trap. What? The amounts of people that are there, you cannot enjoy that place, even if you tried. Are you, ta- are you talking like there's just overpopulation or are you talking human trafficking? Because I heard that's a problem there too. Well, of course, that's a problem. Uh, hello, geography right across the border. But um, I was more referring to the numbers of people. Okay. And, and, and it's just, it, it bring, bring you to your point. If you have a sidewalk that was constructed in 1980 for foot traffic of, I don't know, 100,000 people. And now there's one million people an hour fucking showing up there. You tell me what's going on. It's dangerous. Uh, Serious. I, I do not like. Uh, Have you tried it, buying though. a meal there? Some yeah. restaurants hit you with a tourist yeah, tax. Yeah, they, they like charge you for water and shit. Yeah, fucking crazy yeah. shit. Oh, no, no. We collected remember, this money to make things better. Fuck you. Don't try to rip me off. I remember trying to uh, check in to a hotel in Niagara Falls one time. I don't know. We went down there. And I pulled up to the valet. And he's like, yeah, you might want to park a block away. And I said, why? You know, what's parking here? 
10 bucks. He goes, 40. And I'm like, <laughs> see what? I said, 14? He's like, no, sir, 40. Four I said, I'm sorry. Zero. I thought I was in Niagara Falls. I didn't think I was at the fucking Bellagio in Las Vegas. Like, what are you talking <laughs> about? And to be to be factual, the Bellagio doesn't even cost that much to park at in Las no. Vegas on the strip. No. Um, yeah. So I'm like, Crazy. what the fuck? Niagara Falls? Another Niagara Falls story. I was in there fucking late night, munchy munchy, trying to order a pizza. Right? I, I don't know what the fuck. This was a long time ago. I don't know if it was like before cell phone days or something, or maybe my cell phone died. <laughs> I picked up the, the hotel room phone. I know this is weird. This is going way back. And I ordered a pizza, and then we were checking out the next day. There was like, I don't know. I had to call them a few times to, to sort of figure out where we were in Niagara Falls and our room number. Anyways, there was like $4 worth of telephone charges. And I'm like... Out, outside calls, yeah, I'm like, what? So... You know, yeah, fuck, it's four bucks, but it's it, this is principle. This is Godfather. This is a principle. What? So I remember arguing with the fucking front desk, saying, "You, you, you got to take this off. I'm not paying for this." And they're like, "Yeah, outside call. Uh, outside call. I called the fucking pizzeria down the street. What are you talking about? <laughs> outside call. Anyways, yeah. they ended up taking it off the charges. But yeah, that's when I kind of knew that." Uh, Niagara yeah, Falls was such a tourist trap. Another thing there that pisses me off, you know, they have the keg that you can sit at the keg. We all, yeah. we all know we love the keg, right? Friend yeah. of ours. Yeah. Um, and you can like sort of sit on the falls and yeah. eat while you're watching the falls. Yeah. Well, every item on the keg's menu in Niagara Falls is like inflated. Six, yeah. Six dollars more than it is yes. down here on King Street for Christ's sake, yes. which is another and I, tourist trap. And, and, and again, used to go to Niagara Falls for the girls dance competitions so every year the fin- the finale was there, and mm-hmm. every year I get agito and upset stomach because I'm getting I'm getting gouged at every at every turn, and that was Nadia only eats prime rib at the keg. Mm-hmm. So good choice. When Go when it's thirty four dollars in Vaughn, and it's fifty. We just talked about Vaughan. this. What are we yeah, doing? yeah, I know. What are we doing? What, you think Vaughn's different than Toronto? It is. Well, it is. <laughs> it's better. Anyway, um, yeah, no, it's 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 fucking, crazy. It's, it's tourist trap. Don't go. Such a tourist trap. Um, relating it to sports betting because that's what we do. Uh, we had one of our casinos there, right, yes, Godfather? We uh, yes. we, when the original pilot one was was there. Was in Niagara. Yes. Oh, I did not know that. So, um, yeah, when I first started at the Lottery Corporation in Proline, I was with the Godfather, and we were strictly responsible for casino sports. And casino yes. sports was different than uh, regular Ontario Proline. Yes, uh, as better much odds. as it could be. Yeah, better odds, but way less of a menu. That's how it yes. works. And uh, we had two casinos. We had casino in both border towns. So one in Niagara Falls and one in Windsor. Godfather, I have a question for you because I don't remember. Which was the more popular? Which one did we get more action coming in? Niagara or Windsor? Windsor. Really? Yeah. Oh, shit. Because we were at the shittier casino of the Niagara casinos, right? Correct. Correct. Casino Niagara, not Fallsview. We had a better designated space at Windsor. Okay. Um, It was more of a... It was more of an enclosed space, wherein Niagara Falls got the pilot project, and it was more of a like a walkthrough area. Okay, right. Gotcha. So no, I would say Windsor was the bet was the better uh, the is better that, location. Is that a and, Caesar's Windsor? Yes, it. 
Yes. So we asked it wasn't this. it wasn't originally Caesar's okay. property when we first started, but yes, it it is currently now a Caesar's product. Okay, cool. And uh, we talked about it last episode with Plus EV. Um, I wonder if my Caesar card works there. Have we figured that out? Can we get can we get some answers on that, please? I'll have it. Uh, I'll have it to you by end of day. <laughs> you fucking call up fucking. Whoa, EV, we can you know? go down there. We can go down there. Well, there fuck around go. with your kiosk a little there bit. To play some of those basketball props that I know you're pretty decent at, and you know, uh, you, you, fucking you know. fuck them up a little bit and have a couple. Let's go. Let's go, man. You fucking. But it's got to be go. on the house. If I gotta pay, fucking. Well, what's the special at fucking Caesar's Palace? Twenty nine dollars for a Negroni. If I gotta do that here in this country. Might as well do it down in Vegas. <laughs> All right. Done. Done. Niagara Falls. Fuck you. Uh, yes, precisely. Um, not Banfield approved. Not Banfield approved. Absolutely not. Uh, okay. Uh, Godfather, around in the end now, I, I feel like we've been really on point this episode. So fucking congratulations to us. A uh, couple shout outs. First shout, shout out, out uh, we mentioned at the very beginning of this episode, Proline John. Oh no, I guess we didn't tell we didn't tell everyone. Well, you didn't go, John, you, friend, you didn't friend go of with the familia. Details. Yeah, I yes. didn't go with the details. Sorry, um, friend of the familia, Proline John, graciously invited us to the Blue Jays game last night against the Detroit Tigers. Uh, he had a box, luxury box. Uh, he had all his buddies there, and then me and the Godfather. Nice crew. Yeah, super nice crew. All Greek. Yeah. Okay, yeah. most, most of them are Greeks. I, I'd yeah. say ninety-five you know percent of them. And you know what? Greeks are better than Italians. Yeah. What, what the fuck? <laughs> you know, I was gonna say something nice that you know, generally speaking, I don't have a problem with Greeks, except for one. <laughs> the kind is that eh? Greek the Easter guy. coming Gala. up. Make sure, yeah. Make sure you uh, get some of those red eggs and uh, crack them in my memory. Dude, you're fucking. You're. You're a quarter Greek at best, and you're actually half Greek. So work on that. Um, so yeah, big big thank you to Proline John for having us out. It was great to uh, just happy see Easter it. to my yeah. Orthodox Greek yes. friends. And a, a lesson here: this is uh, we met Proline John. I met Proline John at Bet Bash in Vegas. So <laughs> good story. When you get to a certain level in sports betting, it is very important we're still learning this but it's very important to get out there put yourself out there make some contact so a, a, an event like bet bash that's the pinnacle that you can't do better than that because you're going to be around other people that have the same struggles as you um but branching out and meeting new people and associating with new people and seeing how you guys can help each other out this is how we came into contact with proline john and yeah okay he brought us to a baseball game but we talked a lot of shop there we talked about different strategies we talked about you know different bonuses that they're offering here in ontario right now with the sports book so there is a lot of fucking business talk as well and this is very important when you're on your journey in sports betting get yourself out there make connections and not just in sports betting and everything right godfather you can't try all the espressos in the entire world you need people to tell you where to go for espressos right how the fuck are you supposed to try every espresso in the world did you just call it espresso no no it sounded like that oh. espresso. <laughs> um, but you're right like con contacts yeah. are the pinnacle of importance right Yes, uh, but but you know, uh, we, within we were reason. so quiet for so long, um, which was fine. It worked for us, but you get to a point where you just you need to branch out, and you need help from other groups and other people. And again, it's not just in sports betting; that's just in life, right? Yeah, yeah. Contacts, networking—I think they call it something like that. 
You you like the network? Uh, not if it means I gotta go to this WeWork. <laughs> you knew where I was going with that. Yeah, okay. buddy, man, it's been a long time. You can't fish me in like you used to. You just said I can. You said I'm the best at ca- casting bait. Well, yeah, to me personally. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you know which buttons still get me. I lose my mind. I want to let you know that this is recording, so people fucking hear you. Don't <laughs> fucking lie, all right? Um, yeah, you, but no. I, first of all. I get your I get your espresso analogy, but you know everything has to be within reason too, right? Yeah, yeah, you're right. And unfortunately, for that analogy, there's a lot more shitty espressos out there than there are good ones. <laughs> yeah, and we are um, determined to broadcast that to the world, or at least I am. I don't. Uh, you're kind of on board, but not really. But yeah, well, I mean, if I got, I, I mean, I'll do all the drinking. You Dude, do all the broadcasting. I just got, this is pretty weird. I just got an alert on my computer here saying that uh, there's a high pollution air warning. Air pollution warning. Mm-hmm. Is that fucked up Where? or what? Does that in- happen often here in downtown Toronto? Well, I mean, fuck. I don't know, but I can only say up here in Vaughan, we had 20 houses burned down and there was yeah, a black true. pillows smoke <laughs> for. Okay. Uh, oh, yeah. We're off track again. Back on track. Another Again, shout your out. fault. Yes. Another <laughs> shout out I want to put out to Proline Jordan... John. Thank you very yes, much. Let me get, get that in there. Um, Jordan Golson. Jordan Golson is a journalist from New Hampshire who usually reviews cars, but has stumbled upon this or these injustices in the sports betting community. That is what our friend Peter Murphy said. Um Sportsbook's kicking at winners. And he's been digging into this. I had an hour and a half conversation with him over the phone. He was really? blown away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was blown away. He couldn't believe what I was telling him and saying, like, I really want to put this story together, but I need, you know, more people involved. And I said, I can give you a fucking arm's length of people that you <laughs> you're, can go you're to. the smoking gun to this guy's info. Well, I, yeah, well, you scream louder. What's the saying? The, the... The squeaky wheel gets the grease. Well, I've been fucking screaming and yelling about this shit for a while. (laughs) Yeah, that's Uh, true. On TikTok, and not many people do it on there, let me tell you. Um, But he was in Vegas, I think last week or maybe two weeks ago, and he went and had a sit-down with Jeffrey Benson. No way. Yes, he did. And Jeffrey Benson, obviously very knowledgeable in the space, and you you can see him on Twitter screaming at the books all the time. And uh, Jordan sent me a, a text saying, wow, uh, Jeffrey's so informative and I learned so much and this is a huge problem and fuck, uh, I'm going to be in touch. I, I'm going to get things together. So shout out to Jordan you. for yeah. trying to shine light on the same thing that we're trying to shine light well, on. And, and, and shout out to him. for to, he, If he had a sit down with anybody, he, he truly picked the right guy because that guy there is legit. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and, you know, last night at the baseball game, a lot of Proline John's buddies want to do the same type of thing. They're like, Pisky, I'm already there. I'm already there. I'm getting in touch with the fucking W5 in the fifth estate. I'm already there. This is crazy. What's going on? So yeah, I hope I, something I did hear that too. And I did anyone, hear that. Anyone listening or anyone that knows anyone that needs some information, feel free to reach out. I am always available to talk about this kind of shit because this is one of the goals. This is one of the reasons why we're out there is to make it a more level playing field in the sports betting industry. So always looking to contribute if you need it. 
Um, nice. Next shout out goes to the Avoid the Trap podcast and all the boys there. Shout out to David, Micah, and Antonino. So I did that podcast yesterday, Godfather. Um, nice. This is a newer podcast. It's a bunch of sharps. Um, do you remember months ago? We actually did a an always betting podcast episode on it. It's it was called the infiltration of a sports betting operation. It was yes. a group based out of Colorado that are sharps that are going after the books. The, the, and the An- Antonino was on that, was he not? No, it wasn't Antonino. It was David. No, Dave oh, okay. Miller. Yeah. So I spoke with him. He's one of the hosts of the podcast. Uh, Micah's on his team as well. And Antonino, again, I mentioned earlier in this episode, uh, used to work for Pinnacle. He has a great episode on Be Better Betters with Spanky. Yes. Um, that's Yeah, remember we, we listened yeah, to Yeah, we that listened to that on the way down to Vegas. On the day, yeah, in the Betmobile. Yeah. Um, great episode, great guys. And it was Antonino that actually said, you know, Pisky, thank you very much for coming on the podcast. You know, we could talk about this shit for hours, which we can. You guys have been listening to it for a long time. Um he said, but, um, you know, I can't wait to see you guys at Bet Bash in Vegas. We'll definitely, you know, have some beers together. And my dream in my life is to sit down and have an espresso with the Godfather. No, he didn't. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. And I'm like, Antonino, honestly, I'm going to be straight with you, bro. He's not that cool. Okay. <laughs> He's not that special. He's a little grouchy. You can ask his family. <laughs> hey, kids, say that. Um <laughs> But yeah, That's no, so he actually cool. said That's that. very he nice actually, of him. I he actually said that. that. There's a lot of people, Godfather, that uh, reaching out. And honestly, I, I want to say this bit. Um, you know, thank you for all these comments that you guys send to us. Because honestly, without those, I think we would have given up on this a long time ago. True it that. is not easy to put out content regularly like what it takes right i'm talking daily shit so you know we're on a bi-weekly schedule for our podcast it is not easy to do this so if you don't get the little blurb saying oh my god the godfather's hilarious or oh my god the godfather's such an asshole whatever and i can send it yeah. to him and we can have a <laughs> laugh about it if you guys don't send that it's very hard to continue doing this so thank you very much we appreciate it godfather do you appreciate it I, I appreciate it, but I'm, I'm pretty sure I haven't seen one asshole one yet, so I don't know what somebody's talking about. But, they like real. They understand uh, my frustration. You know, I mean, I can't even get, I can't even send you a text now without it showing up on social media. So I got to watch what I say and do around yeah, you. you. That's don't. for sure. Just be yourself. I told you a long time that the Godfather... Um, Everyone deserves a bit of the Godfather in their life. So my job is to put you out there and to get you into people's lives. And people are loving it. Sorry to say. Your your job is to piss me off on a, on a, on a daily. <laughs> well, so anyway. a, yeah, that brings out the best of you. Yeah, Anyways, yeah. the last shout out, <laughs> Godfather. Antonino, um, by the way. Thank you. Yes. We, yeah, we will have an espresso it. together. Two paisans. Nice. Yes. He's actually from Italy. Like, he's, he's legit. Yeah, I not know like that. You. Yeah. yeah. What? <laughs> um, the last shout out goes out to one of our Instagram followers. His name is Gibran. And Gibran is an employee of FanDuel Canada. Oh, so stop. listen to this one, Godfather. Stop. No. Employees of FanDuel Canada are, are touching base with you? Listen, listen. This It's, it's funny listening. how it happened. So we're down the street, Britt and I, we're going to get a quick sandwichio. You like sandwichios, right? I've been known to have one or two. Have you ever been to Bombie Boys in Toronto? Yes. Yeah, yes. we've done that before, right? Yeah, yeah. you brought so, them up 
to the dungeon one time. The exactly. pork belly place. Yes, yes, yeah, exactly. So we were at Bombay Boys waiting for some pork belly sandwiches. Uh, if you're coming to Toronto, you got to try this place. It is phenomenal. Kimchi fries too. Brit is crazy about those. Um, <laughs> Banfield approved, absolutely. So we're just sitting there waiting for our order, and then all of a sudden, like I get this guy, like kind of fucking looking me up and down. I'm like, "What the fuck?" Like, well, that, that's attract- not the first. That's not the first time that's happened. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> I thought he was looking at Brit. Brit's an attractive girl. I'm like, "All right, you know, it comes with the territory. You date someone who's hot, you're gonna get the looks." And then he just whispers, "He's like, Benfield Group." Come on! I'm telling you. I'm You're telling you. Lying. You're I'm telling liar. you. And I'm like, and I just smile. I'm like, yeah, hey, what's up, man? He's like, oh fuck, I love, uh, I love what you guys do. I love your story. I love the podcast. I'm like, oh fuck, thanks for listening. Um, then he did mention the Godfather's an asshole, but uh, I don't have no, it in writing, so I couldn't yeah, afford it. Yeah, okay. You give me the name of this fucking. But, um, um, give anyway. me the address to this fucking sandwich place. He went on to say that uh, that he, he works for FanDuel Canada. So I asked right away, in the odds department? Like, oh, what the fuck, you know? <laughs> and he said, no, he works in the marketing department. So that's a little bit different. And he's asked me like three yeah. times, you sign up to FanDuel yet? So he's doing his job. <laughs> you know, yeah. got to give him props. But no, we have not been into FanDuel yet. Um, they're on the Ontario list. The Ontario list really wasn't touched too much this past football season. So they're on the list for next season. But he, he also mentioned another thing. When I put out my piece of content about your new favorite place, Godfather, we work. <laughs> FanDuel Canada is in the same building as the WeWork building that Come I Come on. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so I'm well. I'm in the same building I guess as as fucking FanDuel. What do you know? You Maybe we can do that? some collaborations. What do you think? Yeah. Okay. Well, you know what? Uh, here here it is. Here it is FanDuel. Here here's the deal. If you give us one account and you promise us no limitations, we can do whatever we want with us. You will never cut us off. I will agree to do collaborations with you guys, as many as you want. How's that? Sounds like a good deal. Right? I don't want to get paid. I don't want free shit. I don't want t-shirts. I don't want sweatshirts. We don't want nothing. Just an Just... account that doesn't get fucked with. There's the offer. Hit me up. That's a, that's you know where to solid, find us. That, that's a solid <laughs> offer. It's a Damn solid right. offer. Anyways. Yeah, nice meeting, Gibran. Um, and yeah, all you guys that uh, reach out, amazing. Uh, that's what makes this super fun. And uh, I hope it continues. I'm going to continue with it. I hope you guys keep saying nice things about us. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Godfather, we're at all the right. finish line. Uh, hey, we made uh, it. Not bad. Hour right. and a half. Yeah, no, this was good. This, I Like I said, I want it to be more, more meat and less fucking... I don't know. What am I saying? I, yeah, I want it to just continue. If as long as we can continue and we can still get in front of the mics once yeah. every two weeks and share our experiences in the sports betting industry and in life in general, um, that's my goal. So well, this uh, this baseball fantasy season is going to put this uh, to a fucking very very. <laughs> Everyone's probably it's going to so put through a little bit of a test, <laughs> dude. I don't understand you and this fucking social media and breaking my balls. I don't get it. It's good for content. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and listeners, he's got a new fucking thing. He sends me pictures of two guys fencing. He says, "I'm I'm just fencing." <laughs> like well, you, <laughs> you, you come up, you invent new ways to annoy me. I, I can't <laughs> understand it. Well. That's what I'm here for. And I know yes, you, I know clearly. deep down inside you love it because your wife told me so. So. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right, everybody. That's it. Thank We've you. heard enough. Any last words, yes. Godfather? We're good? 
we're good. All I'm right. gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna check this WeWork place out. I, I'm telling you now. All right, stay tuned, everybody. Stay tuned. <laughs> Thanks for listening. We'll catch you all Cheers. next time. Ciao.